Let all the earth worship you and praise you, O Lord. May it sing in praise of your name, O Most High. Cry out with joy to God, all the earth. O sing to the glory of his name. O render him glorious praise. Say to God, how awesome your deeds. Because of the greatness of your strength, your enemies fall upon you. Before you all the earth shall bow down, shall sing to you, sing to your name. Come and see the works of God. Awesome his deeds among the children of man. He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the river on foot. Let all the earth worship you and praise you, O God. May it see. Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end.
the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sin, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy.
Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who govern all things, both in heaven and on earth, mercifully hear the pleading of your people and bestow your peace on our times. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord said to me, you are my servant, Israel, through whom I show my glory. Now the Lord has spoken, who formed me as his servant from the womb, that Jacob may be brought back to him, and Israel gathered to him. And I am made glorious in the sight of the Lord, and my God is now my strength. It is too little, the Lord says, for you to be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob and restore the survivors of Israel. I will make you a light to the nations, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord.
announced your justice in the vast assembly. I did not restrain my lips as you, O Lord, A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Paul, called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Sosthenes, our brother, to the church of God that is in Corinth, to you who have been sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be holy with all those everywhere who call upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. from the Holy Gospel according to John. John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one of whom I have said, A man is coming after me who ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. I did not know him, but the reason why I came baptizing with water was that he might be made known to Israel. John testified further, saying, I saw the Spirit come down like a dove from heaven and remain upon him. I did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, on whomever you see the Spirit come down and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Now I have seen and testify that he is the Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord.
Good morning. I don't know how many of you have these same questions through your own mind, but a question that pops up a lot of times for myself is why do we go to church? Does it really matter? Do we need a church? Why does it even exist? And I think in times even such as this, when we see the reality and the evils that some of the clergy do to the most innocents around us, most recently here in our diocese with the grand jury indictment of a priest and former pastor of this parish, whom you can read about it here in the bulletin this morning, is how do we make sense of this? And I want to try to make sense with what Jesus says, that he says, Peter, you are the rock, and upon you I will build my church, and the gates of hell will never prevail. So those words are either truth, or they just aren't truth, and I think we know they are truth. And in my prayer in preparation from the homily, the quote from the Catechism 769 came to me and it says this, the church will receive her perfection only in the glory of heaven. At the time of Christ's glorious return, until that day, the church progresses on her own pilgrimage amidst this world's persecutions of God's consolations. Here below she knows that she is in exile from the Lord and longs for the full coming of the kingdom when she will be united in glory with her king. The church and through her the world will not be perfected in glory without great trials. Only then will all the just from the time of Adam, from Abel the just one, to the last of the elect, be gathered together in the universal church in the Father's presence. So what does that mean for us now? What do I want you to take home? I want you to know that Jesus Christ, on the foot of Calvary, starting in the upper room, and when he breathed his last breath, initiated the church. It wasn't his, just his last mortal breath, which it was, but it was more the initiation of the church, the Holy Spirit being, again, breathed upon the church through his beloved apostle and his mother, initiating the sacramental life of the church through water and blood flowing through his side, foreshadowing what will be sacrament for us that will nourish us, that will maintain us, that will make sense for us. And we live that sacramental life, especially through our baptism, then we become part of the church. The church for us as Catholics, as Christians, isn't a place we go. It's who we are. We are part of the body of Christ, the Corpus Christus, where Jesus is the head, but we are the body. In the baptism, through baptism, which initiates our spiritual life, 
engrafts us and lets us become one family. And that is why the sin, the sin of one affects all of us. Sin is not something personal. But it's also why the good things that we do also affects the entire body. That's why our prayer, our coming to church, our gathering isn't just my personal time with the Lord, but we're called to be a communion, a body of believers. Doing what? Being a light to the nations. Showing salvation to the ends of the earth. Isaiah says it is too little to just be a servant. That is part of who we are, but we're called to greater things. And when we do that, when we're able to acknowledge and live in the sacraments, then that is when we change our disposition and our charity. The effect of doing that is then we know what the true meaning and feeling of redemption is. So let's break that open a little more. From the cross, the spirit comes down, the church is created. We, through our baptism, the same Holy Spirit that descended upon the Lord allowed John, allowed John the Baptist to see and recognize who Jesus was. Because he says twice in the gospel, I did not know him. But when he saw the Holy Spirit descend, because he had faith, then he was able to recognize him. That same baptism by the Holy Spirit in water is given us to the font of baptism. That's awakened to us. We just have to ask the Lord to pour his Holy Spirit upon us, to give us faith, to open our eyes, to be nourished. And when we sin, we know how to reconcile that. Because when we live in the sacraments of the church, then we are like John the Baptist. We recognize Jesus in everything. And we say, behold, as we say in Matthew, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. We have the experience of the risen Christ, of the Eucharistic Lord that is made present to us to nourish us. We have it every time we come to Mass. Do we avail ourselves? Do we see and believe what that is really before us? Because the Jewish people understood that. When John the Baptist said, this is the Lamb of God, it was representing the Exodus, the Old Testament. And John knew because his father, Zechariah, was a high priest who went to the temple every day to offer sacrifice for the sins of the people. But now, Jesus is the new Passover, the new unblemished Lamb that went to the cross willingly and died one time the eternal sacrifice that is outside of time. We read it from the quote of the Catechism, from Adam to the last of the elect, to offer expiations for our sins. But we too have that responsibility. How we deal with sin, how we recognize sin in our own life, and how we recognize sin in others' life, and how we deal with that in charity. We could just walk away we can just do a false sense of solidarity. No matter what you've done, we still love you. That's not what we're called to do. St. John Paul II says, in God I may express joy and hope. 
from the Second Vatican Council that the only true way that man understands himself is through understanding Christ, who is a sincere gift of himself. And that is Jesus Christ. He poured himself out. He came with us. He joined us. He gives us hope. He is our hope. But he redeemed us. So when we see sin in our lives, in the lives of the clergy and leader, it shouldn't be one to run away, but one to call it out and get rid of it. Because in a human body, if 99% of that body is whole and good and perfect, and 1% is cancer, if that 1% is not treated and eradicated, it will destroy and kill the other 99%. We must call it out. We must remove it. And then, with all sin, then we have joy. Then we understand what Christ's redemption from the cross means. That he came to give us the fire of the Holy Spirit. That will come upon us. That will move us. And then we show charity as a church, as the body of Christ, as a family. And we console and we rejoice with one another. When I was in Ireland last summer golfing, we took a day off and went up to knock. Did not know that the Holy Father was also visiting there at the same time. He was, they were preparing for his visit the next day. So we couldn't even get out of the church where the apparitions occurred. But we were sitting there at the gates, and there was an old Irish priest that said, even when your heart is hurting, put a smile on your face. Never forget the joy of Christ risen. Amen. Together we profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. His kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come, amen. With faith and trust in God, our eternal Father, let us present to him the needs 
that we see for our church, our world, and our own community. For Pope Francis and all pastoral leaders, may the Lord continue to bless them and guide them in the way of discipleship. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our elected officials, may God help them in their work to protect the dignity and sanctity of human life from conception through natural death. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all Christian churches and faith communities, that they may pursue justice in guiding them towards reconciliation and unity in Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For this family of believers, may the Lord continue to bless us and increase, us, increase in us faith, hope, and charity. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all victims of sexual abuse and their families through the hands of the clergy, may God continue to grant them peace and healing. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who have died in faith, may Jesus, the Lamb of God, welcome them into the eternal kingdom of the Father. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, hear us this day as we place these needs before you. We ask you to also answer those prayers that we hold within our hearts. As we ask all these things through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that we may participate worthily in these mysteries, for whenever the memorial of the sacrifice is celebrated, the work of our redemption is accomplished. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For through his Paschal mystery, he accomplished the marvelous deed by which he has freed us from the yoke of sin and death, summoning us to the glory of being now called a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of your own possession, to proclaim everywhere your mighty works, for you have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, make grace graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, 
which will be given up for you. My Lord and my God. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. My Lord and my God. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your, your death, death, O Lord, Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, St. Thomas the Apostle, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis, our Pope, Thomas Olmsted and Edward Navarez, our bishops, the order of bishops, all the clergy and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, Gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world, to our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life. Give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Peace be with you. Thank you. Peace be with you. Thank you for serving. Peace be with you. Thank you for serving. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. We shall rejoice in your salvation. 
And in the name of the Lord our God, shall we place our pride. We shall rejoice in your salvation. And in the name of the Lord our God, shall we place our pride. May the Lord answer you time of trial. May the name of Jacob's God protect you. May he send you help from the holy place. And give you support from Zion. May he remember all your <clears throat> offerings. And receive your sacrifice with favor. May he give you your heart's desire and fulfill every one of your plans. Now I know the Lord saves his anointed and answers from his holy heaven with the mighty victory of his hand. Some put their trust in chariots or horses, but we in the name of the Lord our God. We shall rejoice in your salvation, and in the name of the Lord our God shall we place our pride. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Darkness bright. 
Let us pray. Pour on us, O Lord, the spirit of your love, and in your kindness make those you have nourished by this one heavenly bread, one in mind and heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. A number of, uh, of announcements for you this morning. Uh, first is, is we want to thank all those who are participating in our capital campaign and our continuing uh, mission uh, to grow the parish as well as uh, the diocese and invite you to uh, please, if you haven't, to make a commitment to ours and Bishop's capital campaign. Uh, there'll be a final uh, commitment weekend on the January 25th and the 26th. If you've received the pledge card in the mail, you can bring that and drop it in the basket or you can send it in the mail. If you are in need of a pledge card, they're still available, I believe, in the pews and also at the exits. If you are ready to go back to school, St. Thomas the Apostle Institute of Catholic Theology will be offering undergraduate as well as graduate theology courses with credits fully transferable to Franciscan University of Steubenville and to other universities around the country, including GCU, ASU, and NAU. This will be a great opportunity to learn the faith deeply and to form a dynamic community of students. Applications are now open. This Tuesday night, We'll have a Mass with Bishop Olmsted to honor our 70th anniversary. Mass will be at 6 p.m. with a reception in the hall following. Next weekend, Dad's Club will hold a breakfast from 8.30 to 11. This weekend begins a week of prayer of Christian unity. The primary celebration will be held at St. Pius X Catholic Church this Thursday, the 23rd at 7 p.m. Tomorrow is a holiday, so the parish office and adoration chapel will be closed. Uh, morning Mass will still be celebrated at 8.30 a.m. Please take home a bulletin. There is a letter in the bulletin this weekend from the diocese concerning uh, Father Jack Spaulding. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Thanks be to God. St. Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. Do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan, and all the other evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.